Hi, this is presenter Crystal Dinapoli, and this is the podcast of Triple R's Indigenuity, a weekly radio show hosting conversations with Indigenous knowledge holders showcasing all forms of Indigenous ingenuity. Indigenuity is broadcast live on Triple R each Sunday afternoon. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website or Twitter at IndigenuityAU. Warami, that's hello in Darug language, and Wawa, which is a nice greeting in Woiwurrung language. And welcome back to Indigenuity, uh, which is the home of Indigenous excellence here on 3RRR. I'm Maddie Miller, I'm a Darug woman, and I'm filling in for Crystal DiNapoli this week. Uh, and I'm sure she'll be back soon. She's doing excellent things with her book. So today I'm joined in studio by an extra special guest, uh, archaeologist extraordinaire, Leah Hunt. So Leah, if I remember correctly, your first time on site was probably when you were in your mummy's tum, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the good old utero. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you've been doing archaeology a while, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously my mum had me out on site when I – she was like seven months pregnant with me when I was first out on site. And then um, the second time I was out on site, I was two weeks old. She's got pictures of me in a pram in the <laughs> middle of nowhere yeah. out on country. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's in your veins. Yeah. So I guess – Really, the first question I should be asking you is, who's your mob? So I am a Jadawa Jali Gunachmara Wamba Wamba Waragaya Nyakap Binjali woman, and there's a lot in there um, <laughs> that I can explain at a later date, but it's not it's not a quick conversation. Um, but I identify as all of those nations because you know well, that's who you are. Yeah, so who I am, and you know, I've had a grandparent from all of those nations, and it feels. Um, wrong for me personally to only acknowledge one or two rather yeah. than acknowledge and all of them. That's your legacy. And yeah. so can you let the people sort of know, like geographically, what are we talking about? So geographically, we're talking basically Western Victoria. From <laughs> <laughs> Western Victoria. <laughs> yeah, Western Victoria. Um, a little bit of um, South Australia around Bordertown, um, probably heading up towards... Uh, Tinty around that way um, and then um, also up into um, New South Wales with Wamba Wamba country. So. Yeah so from yeah. so sort of from the Murray River with yeah. Wamba Wamba country all the way down to the sea and the beautiful yeah. Gunditjmara country. Yeah so and beautiful. Stunning Mallee country as well. Yeah so yeah. a real variety and the Grampians of The course. Grampians yep. Yeah <laughs> so I mean I guess what a legacy and what an inspiration to come from and I think also what an archaeologically rich country yeah. you have. Budge Bim being uh, recently world – well, I feel like it's recently, but everything sort of three <laughs> years ago with, with COVID. Um, but a, a recently listed World Heritage Site at Budge Bim, yeah. um, which is the Gunditch Mara uh, aquaculture site. And so, um, you know, we're talking about archaeology today. And so I guess – I mean, you know what archaeology is. You've been doing it before you were born. Um, <laughs> I know what archaeology is. I've got a bunch of fancy degrees. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there thinking, hmm, is this like Jurassic Park or is this like the Indiana Jones thing? So maybe I'm just, maybe we should just start with what's archaeology? 
It's definitely not Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't do dinosaurs, and it's something I get asked quite a lot. And I'm like, mm, you're looking at the wrong period of history. Yeah, archaeology. Um, uh, dinosaurs are pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, archaeology, I guess the broader the broader general um, definition that we're given it, you know, when we're studying and stuff is that archaeology is the study of past societies um, through their archaeological remains, which are like, you know, it can be the, particularly over in Europe, it can be the remains of buildings, it can be, you know, the remains of hunting, the remains of, you know, art, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so ruins um, and yeah. artifacts, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole kind of catch-all <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> with that, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I mean, that, that is really archaeology's study of the past through yeah. our cultural material. But for me, and I, I don't know about you, and we'll have a yarn about this, but <laughs> archaeology is still really a colonial construct, even in the way that it's practised today. And it doesn't fit necessarily into an Indigenous worldview. And I'm, like, especially thinking about the sort of dissecting of the world through sort of archaeology and just natural and cultural values, especially through heritage protection. I'm thinking of the World Heritage List, like we spoke about yeah. with Budge Bim and also other ways in which we sort of protect country. Uh, can you, you know, maybe we can, maybe actually we should start with what's what does country mean to you? So then we've got a bit of a grounding on yeah. what that Indigenous <coughs> worldview is. So country to me, country is more than just, you know, the land where my ancestors are from, country for me, is a family member. Mm-hmm. You know, I have ties to country that go back 80,000 years, you know. I mean, the knows? limits of archaeology, like, right? The limits of archaeology, you know. Like, I, I know that my that my connection to my country is a deep one that has been handed down through me, through my, through my matriarchy. Yeah. You know, um, country for me is an incredible being who makes me feel very safe when I need to go back to country I feel safe I go back to country to get healing I go back to country to get into perspective um I I go back to country you know to reflect yeah but also I I go back to country because that's where I belong yeah you know um I I live here on Wurundjeri country and Wurundjeri is beautiful country Mm -hmm. but it's not my country it doesn't sing my songs like my country does you know for me and so it's that sort of um, it's not just a place, it's all those memories, it's all those yeah. stories, it's all of those parts that are that are mixed together. And it's also you, like you are yeah. your country, you are the, the sort of person, <laughs> <laughs> manifestation of a person in country, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, that's a, a really beautiful way that you've just described country. I, you know, and then sort of reconciling that with the colonial worldview of archaeology that we learnt in university that we actually practice as archaeologists. Um, So I just wanted to sort of uh, pick your brain a little bit or or think about, you know, what's your perspective as a black archaeologist in this this field? I I struggle quite a bit because archaeology in itself is a – it's – it's it's a destructive, disruptive kind of discipline because to to properly, you know, um, do our experiments because archaeology is a science. Like you need to go through our methodology and the methodology that we have now, and that we've had, you know, since archaeology was developed as a practice um, from in, in you know Eurocentric viewed 
Europe, um, is to is is to dig and to you know dig in a methodical way that you know unlay you know uncovers each layer by layer to help you understand you know like what is going on within those layers and it's it's very disruptive because you can't you can't replicate you those can't experiments back, and right? you can't put it back either mm. um, and you know like one of the things that you know working here in Australia is you you only really identify our archaeology, Aboriginal archaeology through, um, you know, particularly like um, older hearth sites and scatter sites and stuff through disruptive methods such as excavation. Mm. Yeah, I guess I always sort of think of myself as, you know, standing before the bulldozer, like we're just doing this work right before that destruction happens. And I, I, I struggle with that because I'm like, well, not only am I not working on my own country up here in Melbourne, but I'm working on Wurundjeri country and so I'm disrupting their heritage and that mm. feels odd to me. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very complicated thing, this colonial structure of archaeology. And, yeah. yeah. But then in, in, in some ways you think if we're not doing this work, then these sites don't get yeah. found. And so this work is really integral. Um, yeah. But the mechanisms for for saying actually this is important and we can't touch this is sometimes it's, it's a bit too late. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we definitely don't have a lot of wriggle room within the act to, you know, kind of stop works permanently. Yeah, in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. you know. Um, and we have the strongest heritage. Aboriginal heritage legislation in Australia as well, which is kind of scary. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think in the sort of public mind, there's been a lot, right? We've had um, Junk and Gorge, and we've had yeah. um, you know all of these sort of different heritage cases that have mm. been you know talked about and come out a bit more. Do you think that there might be a shift in the way in which we do archaeology and heritage protection? Maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe a bit of a more decolonial approach. I really hope so. Um, I, for, for, you know, like we, 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 archaeology really needs to be, really needs to undergo, you know, a, a decolonial kind of practice. Um, but I, I hope that we can find a way to kind of approach that. For me, um, what that would look like would be kind of studying more of our cultural landscapes mm. and the relationship between places and not just like, you know, places within, you know, a certain distance of a waterway or something. I'm talking about cultural markers that show us where we're going on our country as we travel through it. So a more holistic yeah. sort of Indigenous world. Like we, we base it maybe in an Indigenous worldview rather than in a sort of a colonial archaeological worldview. Definitely. Um, and that yeah. could radically... And I think, you know, importantly in Victoria and, and, and increasingly in other states, we're seeing Aboriginal people, traditional owners, making decisions for their own country and for their own heritage. Uh, and I think that is sort of a key step forward. Oh, yeah. But, you know, often we say, yeah, they're make, we're making decisions, uh, but still within a time, in, in sort of a uh, restrained way of this is a piece of legislation and we have these sorts of decisions to make. It's not, what would you like to do? It's like, would you like an apple or an orange? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, exactly what you're talking about, flipping the script and going back to a cultural landscapes perspective could be mm. a really exciting way forward. Yeah. I, you know, and, and in terms of that as well, like, 
Aboriginal people, we need to be given more control over our heritage as well. You know, like here in Victoria, we have rap systems set up, which are good, you know, but um, ultimately we don't have a lot of power when it comes to saying no, you know, for permanency's sake. And we can't, and we struggle to overturn decisions that have initially been given a yes if they need to be changed to a no once that whole process is in I think, And that's the play. sort of absurd thing. Like in archaeology, we know we don't know <laughs> yeah. um, because we haven't excavated it yet. We haven't, we haven't explored it yet. Um, and so making a decision before we even know what we have uh, is, yeah, it's, not great. It's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, there's, there's so... I see a bit of a social change and I'm seeing, you know, more black archaeologists in the field is only a good thing Um, and I hope to see more. Do you've got any advice for some, any young mob out there who want to maybe get into the field of cultural heritage? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I went around it quite a... um, you know, I, I didn't get good marks in high school and stuff and I, I left high school early. I'm I'm a high school dropout. Yeah. Um, and how I got into archaeology was that I started working for my my registered Aboriginal party, which is Brendan Gadgen Land Council, after I left school. And, um, you know, we're working on incredible projects up in Garraward. Um, and then from there I was able to begin the Cert 4 mm-hmm. into Aboriginal Cultural Heritage through La Trobe University and Aboriginal, well, who's now First Peoples State Relations. Um, and that was absolutely incredible for me to be able to do that course because then that was what gave me the ability to get up and do archaeology as a practice and yeah. as a discipline. Um, so I, I guess my, my, my advice is, is it doesn't matter, you know, if you finish school or not. There are other pathways for us to reach those levels and it can be a little bit scary but the ancestors are with you as well. Like our our ancestors guide us every day. Yeah, and I think that's so important to to a lot of young people, especially coming out of COVID or, you know, we're still in COVID, we keep saying coming out of, but absolutely (laughs) not, um, where, you know, maybe your grades have taken a dive but that's all right. Like there are other... There are other ways to do it and if this is something that you are passionate about, really anything that you're passionate about, there are other pathways and especially archaeology, cultural heritage, I think it's time to see, you know, we need to see more black archaeologists, we need to see more black people out there doing this work to protect country and protect cultural sites and, um, yeah, I think it's a it's a really important message and it's a really great story of yours, Leah, about how you came in to archaeology uh, and I think... You know, I think yeah, you're fabulous, <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for for joining me today. It's been really great to just have a yarn, and I think we've taken a bit of a a, a wander through <laughs> the issues in in cultural heritage and archaeology. Um, but I don't know. I see a future. Do you see a future? I see a future. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Triple R's Indigenuity a weekly radio show hosting conversations with Indigenous knowledge holders showcasing all forms of Indigenous ingenuity. Indigenuity is broadcast live on Triple R every Sunday afternoon. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website or Twitter 
at indigenuityau.